You're listening to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. I'm one of your hosts from Tabby Cat, Tula Weber. And I'm Abby Baker. And welcome to today's episode. Hello, Abby. Hi, Tula. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's snowing, guys, or it... Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's snowing a little bit. It's snowing a little bit. Happy yeah. Christmas Happy and holidays. Holidays, everybody. Holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Any others? New Year's. New Year's is... Sure, yeah. Ho- holiday. Yeah. There's snow on the ground. I'm decorating my Christmas tree tonight. Most people already have it done. Yeah, I did. Yeah. My Christmas tree's name is Karl Marx. (laughs) Today, with this lovely lo-fi in the background, this lovely Christmas cocktail music, we will be talking about pride. I know. It's a very Christmassy episode. It's definitely. Yeah. So Christmassy. (laughs) But that's okay. It doesn't have to be cheerful. It just has to be Tabby Cat. Also, if you want to see this live right now, we are live on our Instagram account at TabbyCat. Yeah, at Wait. TabbyCatKYRS. Yeah, at TabbyCatKYRS. If, if you want to see our lovely faces while we speak to y'all. Do, do be warned that you can't hear the lo-fi. So if you oh, like the lo-fi, stay on stay the radio on. with us. All right, let's go. We're going to talk about pride. So pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated, or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Okay. Thank All right. you. So it's just like being happy about things that you have. True. What do we take pride in? Or what do you take pride in, Abigail? Um, I take pride in my academic work. I think that's I take a lot of pride in that. Um, my writing ability, I take pride in most of the people around me. Like, I take pride in having friends like you. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you would probably have to, like, say something, and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I take pride in that for me to really be able to list more. Um, How about you? I take pride in... I, I wouldn't say musical abilities, but maybe my dedication to such. Heck yeah. Uh, I take pride in my honesty and the people around me, my friends especially. Yeah. I'm so proud of everyone in my life. There's always something going on, always something crazy. Like, uh, I have a friend who's just got a grant for a science project. Yo! crazy things that are going on. So awesome. Proud of them. So I'm so, I have a lot of pride in my friends. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, I am honest, I'm hardworking, I'm like, I'm smart. <laughs> the Christmas music just... Yeah, I know, I feel like the Christmas music really sets the mood. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. That's it. Wanna fight? <laughs> yes, Ab- Abigail is very smart. Yeah, Um. okay, so why do we take pride in these specific things? Uh, They're tangible. Very easy to admire. I don't think they're tangible. Well, mine are, at least. What do you mean? Like, I mean, I have been in symphony and stuff like that. Those are things I can look at on paper. Oh, okay. And a very, like, there's there's no way to deny that I have a dedication to music okay. because I'm in it. Yeah. Um, I guess the only exception to that would be, like, my honesty. That's just, I don't know. It's not, it's not always a good thing either, but. Yeah. And then people around me, obviously. I can pat Abby on the head right now. Thank you. Very tangible things. Very, very easy to admire. No argument about it. I'm proud of them. Yeah. I think for me, um, this is kind of odd, but I think it's mostly what people tell me that I'm good at. That's true, actually. <laughs> like, 
And people tell me I'm good at writing, I'm empathetic, and I mean, obviously they don't say all positive things, um, but the things that they do say that are positive are kind of the ones that I hold with me. Um, yeah. And those are the traits that I think that I have. If someone told me, I, I don't know, I very much value the things that people who are close to me say about me. I agree with that. I mean, I guess I guess I have trouble really, really taking in and... Um believing compliments when it comes to things like yeah. when people are like oh my god Tula you're so smart I don't really like I feel almost bad saying that I think that's one of my traits I don't know why I'm just conditioned to be like really humble about things like that and I feel like honesty is one thing that has no repercussions to say yes I'm honest yeah but I don't want people thinking I'm all cocky because I said blank or whatever yeah. which is not something I should feel I should totally be able to say oh yeah I think I'm smart because people tell me that but you know I don't I think I I kind of agree with you like there's this kind of convincing process that goes on with me with pride it's like okay so people told me that I'm smart so now I'm going to work to convince myself that I am smart so I will do my best in every class yeah or whatever so it's like this constant this constant telling myself that I am this so that I can believe it how did we get to find pride in these things um I mean other than people telling us that working on it yeah I agree with that I think mainly it's just people telling me like same way with how people build up confidence with people giving them compliments yeah and affirmations and reassurance I feel like the same thing happens with pride like you have to feed it yeah totally you have to yeah yeah treat treat pride like a fire like every everything that you have pride in is obviously being fueled because I mean if if you have a hobby or whatever and it's stagnant, it's hard to have much confidence in it, right? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. There we go. All right. Um, when it is, when is it hard to be proud of yourself? A lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I kind of touched on this. It's hard when you're not active in it. Like, this is really something we can look at over quarantine. Yeah. Because we, a lot of people who do things that um, maybe are a team sport that they're really proud of, any sort of sport, any sort of thing that involves more people what was limited during the pandemic and so yeah. we, we lose this pride that we have in our abilities because we they they stay stagnant like i said right yeah totally mm -hmm. i think for me it's mostly feeling like i don't deserve it and maybe that is because i haven't been doing it as much yeah but like if i don't feel like i deserve to be prideful in this it's like well i didn't actually work that hard to get that grade then maybe i i feel like i don't deserve it so i don't feel prideful about it yeah. If I feel like I do deserve it, then there is a v it is very likely that I will feel prideful about it. I mean, I don't know if it's just like conditioning, but I don't really ever feel that proud of myself. Like, I it could just also be me being an insecure teenager, but the idea of being proud of myself is something that's pretty foreign, I guess. Yeah. Like, there will be things where undeniably I did a good job. Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i'll be proud oh i i got extra credit on this thing that didn't have extra credit wow that's good yeah but it's it's quick and it fades it fades pretty fast yeah i think it like i said i just i have to convince myself and it's a constant battle to convince myself because obviously there is always the negative self-talk that's like no you don't deserve that or just like oh yeah. uh, well maybe so it's just like constantly correcting those thoughts and letting myself be proud i feel like mine turns into an overcorrection as to not let myself get quote swallowed by it oh, when yeah. it comes to pride i'm always afraid that i'm gonna get too big of a head with something me too or maybe i'll get my hopes up and the fall down will hurt way too much for me to get back up mm. and those are my concerns that really keep me from being 
uh, really prideful in in the things that I do and you know there are things of course that we've even done together that I should take a lot of pride in like I'm here on air right now yeah I'm I'm very proud of that that. yeah Yeah. but again I think since we both did it it's easier for us to be proud of it because it's not (laughs) just one of us did it when I do something with a team and I'm proud of the other people it's almost inherent that I'm proud of myself yeah so yeah team things are a lot easier for me to be proud of all proud of but when yeah. it comes to in like individual and single endeavors i have lit like little to no confidence in them yeah and like we were saying how people can really build up your pride yeah people can also take it down so when like what hurts your pride mm, i mean mainly myself honestly i'd say competition hurts my pride a lot even if i do well it's just it's so stressful. Like a good example for this is music. Mm-hmm. So I play cello. I have for um, like six-ish years. Yeah. And I compete in solo and ensemble, which is a solo or ensemble competition in which you pick and prepare a solo and then you get graded on it and judged. And it is the highest pressure I literally feel in my entire life. And it's it's not that serious. That's scary, it's though. It's pretty casual. But the judge listens to you play. You get, like, adjudicated? Then, mm-hmm. Oh. And then you get a ribbon and a paper, and it, they mark all your things on scales, oh, and they tell crap. you what's bad. And I, I, I know criticism is good. Right. Especially when it comes to something that's as uh, meticulous as classical music, but it is so painful as, like, a 13-year-old to go into a room and get judged by a professional yeah. and be like, you you're bad (laughs) and they don't say that but certainly especially uh, you know as unstable as 13 year olds can be right i'm obviously not i don't really handle that very well and i feel like i that hurts me a lot when people are obviously objectively better than me at something and they tell me i'm not doing it right or whatever or i or i observe that i'm not doing it as well as them then yeah your pride is hurt my pride is hurt yeah, I kind of get that. I think it's, like you said, the criticism, but it's not criticism of things that I don't really care about or that I, I know I'm not good at. If I know I'm not good at something and someone criticizes it, then I'm like, yeah, I know. I can't kick a soccer ball. I get it. Like, no worries. Yeah, I don't want to kick a soccer ball. Why would I care? But if someone is like, your writing skill is below average, I oh would be God. like, holy crap. Like, I would be so hurt. Yeah. Then like, my pride would be like, well, no. Like, I'd get defensive. I would get so defensive. Especially about, like, specific skills. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if when someone corrects my grammar, I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. I see how it is. Oh, oh, I see. I see. I feel Which like is not to say that I don't mess up. Most but. of my pride just comes from, like, the time I put into something. Yeah. And if you come at me for something I've put, like, years into, I immediately get defensive. Even if I'm in the wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. It's hard it's like your baby like when it's a yeah. skill that you've been working on for like forever with you writing is forever basically. forever yeah and for me i mean playing instruments has been like akin to me forever right as well and so just things that are so personal like that you it's almost hard to not get defensive yeah and i think that's one of the kind of downfalls of pride is that it's really easy to get defensive about it and so then you can't take the criticism yeah because if your pride is if you are prideful and humble at the same time, then you will be able to take those criticisms and use them to your ability. Mm-hmm. And improve yourself. And improve yourself. But if you can't take the criticisms, then you end up becoming a worse person for it. Yeah. And I'll be not everyone is perfect. And there's never going to be a person who can always take criticism with a grain of salt and be like, totally. this is good for me. Because sometimes A, it isn't good for you. And B, it hurts too much to be good for you. Like, yeah. I mean, I've caught myself saying saying things that 
I probably shouldn't have said when it comes to criticism, right? Mm-hmm. And like, there are some things that just are not helpful. <laughs> well, and there's a fine line because sometimes criticism is, yes, it is true and you should take it into account. And I think no matter what criticism, y- you should think about it before just throwing it out the window. Um, but you also shouldn't just take it in and say, oh yeah, this is me. Like if someone calls you manipulative, for instance, like you don't want to just be like, okay, I'm manipulative. I guess that's how it <laughs> yeah, is. Well, yeah. Like you have to think about it. Think about who you are as a person. Um, and then take that into account when you're, when you're considering whether the criticism is valid or not. Why do these things hurt us? Like when, when our pride gets hurt, why is that? I think just like we said we've spent time on it we're proud of it like it's sensitive it's sensitive but then how do we deal with it um like how how do i deal with it personally mm-hmm. um i mean obviously like i want to say that i try to evaluate it and stuff but most of the time i take it too personally yeah um it's like well i can't believe that you are attacking me right now and i don't say that <laughs> but it's like i kind of think that wow how could you yeah kind of thing yeah like, I see how it is. You just hate me then. And I don't say that. And I generally, I, I try to calm down from it and come to my senses. But that's usually the first reaction. I won't lie. Uh, for me, I just overthink the crap out of it. Yeah. Like, I will take a piece of criticism that's given to me and find every possible intention with given that. And then go yeah. into why and how and so on and so forth until I'm, until it's become this web of things that are completely unnecessary and definitely not true. And yeah. so... It's, it's part of me just coping because I'm like, okay, I don't want to deal with the bluntness of this statement. So I'm going to go the route of just picking it apart. Yeah. And that's not a, it's not a terrible way to deal with it, but it's definitely not good. Like I usually yeah. do, like over analysis usually comes to the point in which I'm correct in some, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily and the I'm, whole I'm, story. I'm able to be like, okay, well, you're right. Well, they were right. And, but I'm still like really hurt about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty typical overthinker, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like I, people can say anything and I'll be like, what? Really? Like, what did you mean? Yeah. And I'll think about it a lot and you know. Uh, it's, it's Overanalyze. A, it's a, yeah, it's a difficult thing to deal with because people will just be like casual banter and I will just be overthinking the crap out of it. It's so bad. But yeah. I think that's really interesting to talk about within Pride because it's like, it's ignorance in its own way. Because Yeah, sometimes it can be. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, okay, so when can Pride be helpful? Because we we've kind of said you know like these are the things we feel pride in this is this is when our pride get hurt gets hurt but when when can it be helpful when can we use pride to our advantage confidence enhances your skill in almost anything i think not having much faith in what you're doing is not helpful and i i've never been able to go into a competition and be like i am going to do so well but i know people who do and they always ace it like I feel like hopes I, high, expectations low. Yeah, uh, sure. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Uh, my expectations and my hopes are low, but same. But I'm like, I'm not expecting anything, but I'm still hoping that it'll turn out well. You know. I have like secretly high hopes about most situations. Right. But my expectations are none. Like expectations I, low, hopes high. Yeah, I, I go into it assuming I'm going to fail, but hoping that I'll just not. right. Yeah. Totally. So. I, I do get this. Yes. Yeah. I go into most situations and I'm like, I don't 
expect that I'm going to do the best. I don't expect that I'm going to be perfect, but I do hope that it will go really well. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I agree. Do you have any input on how pre- when pride can be helpful? Um, yeah. In settings where you, well, not competition, well, not, not, not necessarily competition, but yeah like when you're doing that thing then pride can be helpful because sometimes it uh it it makes you feel like you're good at it so then you are better at it because sometimes if you feel like you're not good at something then you're just not like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy so if you're confident in something then it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy and make you better at it uh something to talk about with this is like i've would go into things like gymnastics and karate yeah and wow wow Wow. I did gymnastics, but only for like a week. I did karate because I won six weeks of free classes. Oh, nice. And then when the, my six cla- my six weeks were up, I broke a board. I was doing really well. Oh, and they were like, that's crazy. They were like, okay, we're going to put you in the 17 plus class. I was literally 12. And I was like, okay, interesting take. You're just like breaking boards and, and crap. I, and I, I went in and I got my, um, I got beat up <laughs> basically. They were like, okay, so flip your opponent over. And they paired me with this, this like 4'10 girl, but she's like a black belt. And I was 12 and also literally like a yellow belt. And yeah. um, I got flipped on my back and got the wind knocked out of me. Yeah. And they moved me up too fast. And I had never f- like walked out of a building with so much shame than that. I literally yeah. was like, I'm leaving early. Like, I can't do this. And it's just like, I feel like when it comes to pride, I, I rush into things and I don't mean yeah. to or I feel like the worst thing people can do is overestimate me because like I will push oh. myself so hard and overestimation leads to this false sense of pride almost for me yeah you think you're better at it than you are yeah and then you know the fall the fall from a false sense of pride it hurts so much worse than yeah. the fall from from an earned sense of pride if you will yeah, I will be honest. I thought I was like an okay driver and then I didn't drive for like a month and a half. <laughs> and then the other night, I haven't told you this, but we had to go, me and Cole had to go get cat food for my cats and it was like mm-hmm. 11 o'clock at night and so Target oh, was God. about to close. And so I backed out of my mom's parking spot and I was doing fine. I was doing fine. And then I hit the trash can. Oh my God, Abby. Like, because, okay, it doesn't even matter how it happened, but I hit the trash can and it was fine. Like, I didn't hit cars. The car wasn't damaged. It was fine. But I was like, oh, I am not as good of a driver as I might have thought that I was. And so it was, it was, it, it was a little sore. I'm not, I won't lie. And I, I was fine. But definitely I see what you're saying. Like, thinking that you're better at something than you are can be very painful. I was with Abby on And can get first, you into bad situations. Yeah, on our first, like, long drive out in the country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so bad. It's so, so I've got, good. I've gotten better. Yeah, I've also gotten better. We both passed our written test. Yeah, so we're obviously pretty decent. Or I, I guess I thought you were. Well, yeah, it, that's what <laughs> happens when you don't drive for a month and what, a half. Why, why haven't you? I just haven't had like, I haven't really gone very many places. Oh. I don't really. Yeah, I just be driving to the store. Honestly, you'd be driving to the store. Yeah, I don't really no opportunities i don't really like driving that much so really yeah i mean i just eh. (laughs) i don't know all right y'all we will be right back after this break
Counterspin now airs every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Counterspin provides a critical examination of the major stories every week and exposes what the mainstream media might have missed in their own coverage. Tune in Tuesdays at 12.30 p.m. for Counterspin on KYRS Thin Air Community Radio. Ragtime, the blues, Dixieland, big band, swing, bebop, and early folk jazz all symbolized a truly American art form of music known as jazz. A shot of jazz highlights all those styles of jazz from the 1890s through the early 1970s. Join us Wednesdays, 10 a.m. till noon, as we learn and enjoy our musical heritage known as jazz on Thin Air Community Radio, KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Never remember what winter did. I 
wouldn't blame you for mistakes I made or the bed I laid. Seems like I point the finger just to make a point nowadays. Smiles and cold stares, the temperature goes there. Indigenous disposition, feel like we belong here. I know the walls, they can listen, I wish they could talk back. The hurt becomes repetition, the love almost lost that. Sick venom and men and women overcome with pride. A perfect world is never perfect, only filled with lies. Promises are broken and more resentment come alive. Race barriers make inferior, you and I. See, in a perfect world, I choose faith over riches. I'll choose work over me. I'll make schools out of prison. I'll take all the religions and put them all in one service. Just to tell them we ain't But he's been perfect world. Interrupting you. Hmm. Welcome back to Tabby Cat. Tool's gonna turn my mic down. <clears throat> Welcome back to Tabby Cat. Hey guys. That was Pride by Kendrick Lamar. Crazy song, right? Wow. I had to find a clean version. So relevant. It's a, it's a good song. Yeah, no, it was. Let's continue. Let's keep going. Oh, my music is so loud. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted by the Christmas music. Let it snow. <laughs> all right so oh my god i'm bopping so Three. hard okay uh what is the counterpart to pride um is it he, like humility or shame like it, <laughs> this song is distracting like, this is me. such a good song Holy crap i gotta turn down that I, music I'm, I'm changing the song guys it's too good to I listen can't. to i i actually can't as long Okay. 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 Here we go. Thank Fair you. Enough. Sorry. Sorry about Whew. that. <sighs> All right. Deep breaths, everyone. What is the counterpart to pride? Humility or shame? Is that a great question? I wonder who thought of that. Uh, it was me. Oh. I'm taking credit for everything. Okay. That's a little prideful, don't you think? Yeah. Righteously. All right. Is so. That yeah. Okay. Righteous. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. Um. Pride's counterpart. So what is, like, if we think about, like, good and bad, those are they're each other's counterpart. They're the opposite. So for pride, I guess the question that we are asking to each other is, is it, just bumping into my mic, <laughs> humility or shame? I say, yeah. I think it's shame. And. Yeah, I agree. This is difficult, but I kind of talked earlier about how pride is fueled by something, right? Yeah. And to me, pride is fueled by shame. And we, we become prideful about something due to either being shamed for it, uh, being shameful about it, 
or maybe being insecure about not being as good as we think we are. So and that's that false sense of security that I brought up earlier as well. So I guess what, when you say that pride is fueled by shame, is that are we talking about like negative pride? Like I feel prideful yeah. about. Okay, we're not talking about like I feel prideful in my musical ability. We're talking yeah. about pride. I mean, like, for me, kind of, but oh, okay. Like for for. For misplaced pride is what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not yep. talking about okay. like, I'm shameful of my friends, so I'm going to pretend I'm proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel similarly, but a, a little bit different. I think the counterpart to pride is shame because shame is like wanting to, like we talked about last week, wanting to like fold in on yourself. Like that's kind of the feeling that I get. That's the action that I want to take because of shame. But for pride, it feels like I, I want to release it. I want to open myself up and I want to like share this with people <laughs> this is too good too okay but um yeah and with shame it's like i don't want to tell anyone with pride it's i want to tell everyone so that's why i kind of think those are the counterparts and as opposed to humility um i think humility is more the counterpart of arrogance yeah definitely because i, I don't think arrogance and pride for, are synonymous for pride and shame it's like fire and ice for me you know okay like, like it, go a little deeper. Okay. No. Elaborate. Okay, I will. But let let's look at let's look at pride as fire and shame as ice, and okay. how we see we see pride be this overwhelming force, this this thing that feeds off of everything and takes over everything it's around. Okay. While while shame is something that is is stagnant mainly, you know, can freeze over is a, is more of a slow moving thing. Okay. To me, and I feel like it's it's a just comparison because of how um. I mean, wild feels like a, a wrong word to use, but yes, pride is overwhelming sometimes okay. when it's misplaced, which yeah. is why I think that comparison is correct. Okay. All right. Made me feel like I'm arguing. I was like, yeah. I was like, <gasps> You're like, I don't know. Yeah, seriously. No, I was just wondering. Okay. Um, okay. So what, so like with your comparison with yeah. shame and pride, what do you feel like we're hiding when we're prideful? Like what that shame that we have that's kind of masked by pride? What what do we are we hiding the shame? What are we hiding? I think we're hiding the shame subconsciously mainly because I feel like pride, I mean, we're going to talk about this eventually, but we can bring it up now how it sort of spills over into arrogance, into ignorance kind of thing. Yeah. What's the difference between ignorance and arrogance? Are they the same thing? Arrogance is like you're overly prideful. Ignorance is like you don't know. Ignorance is choosing to ignore it. Yeah, choosing not to know. Arrogance is not choosing not to know. It's thinking you know. Okay. There we go. Okay. Let's. That was good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Proud of myself for that one. Good definition, Proud. Abigail. <laughs> Let's um, keep going. Yeah, what we're oh yeah, what we're hiding when we're prideful. Yeah, I, I totally agree. When we're when we're like masking it's our shame, it's then some sort of inferiority complex to me. Yeah, I feel like main people, most people who are uh, uh, overly prideful are are hiding in the insecurity about something. Yeah, so I think, sorry, I just want to clarify, in this part of the episode, we're going to be talking about pride, not like I'm prideful in my musical ability, but like. Uh, pride is in arrogance. Yeah. So uh, misplaced maybe, pride. Yeah, so misplaced is, pride. So do not do not take this as yeah. our, our previous examples with personal pride. This is us um, kind of analyzing what misplaced pride is and how it right, affects right. things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so when does pride become arrogance? 
Um, I'd say, I'd say if you get more, like, as people tell you you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, again, pride feeds off of, to me, you know, energy. Yeah. So if, if you're getting attention for something, it's like, you're not good at this, whatever. Eventually, you're just, your coping mechanism to people telling you that you're not good at this or you're, or whatever is going to be saying they're wrong. And eventually, that builds up to, you know. So, like, if you're unwilling to be disputed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, eventually, yeah. I feel like the wall that you put up, it you can't break it down at that point. Like, it's not it's not a wall. It's a wall to protect yourself by simply saying that they're incorrect. And you don't even hear people at, at, at some point. Hmm. Sounds familiar. What do you mean? Um, I was just thinking about a lot of court cases that have been rejected recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so why is it bad to have too much pride or be arrogant? It's it's bad for the people around you. Yeah, it really is. And it's bad for you, too. Pretending like criticism is not important is the largest fault you could have when you're in a relationship with someone, platonic or romantic. If you can't, like, be willing to accept criticism or yeah. feedback from, from your partner or friend the relationship will fall apart or it will get so distant that it doesn't count as a relationship anymore. I think it, yeah, like you said, it really invalidates the people around you who are criticizing you. And I think in a way it also invalidates yourself um, because people are not going to take you seriously. um, And you are not taking yourself seriously by being arrogant. You're, yeah, because if you're taking yourself seriously, then you're willing to take into account these critiques. Um, Yeah, so I, I think being arrogant really does invalidate you and your hard work yeah and again that is why it's bad to have too much pride right how can people use your pride to their advantage so just like shame when people know that you are prideful or shameful about something they can use that against you um tula if i know that you take pride in your music then if i i can use your pride against you i can make you look silly because you're prideful true or i can make you feel shameful about something that you're prideful about yeah and again i guess that's the same thing overly prideful people are hard to reach yeah you can use this to your advantage and and i'm not saying you should use this to your advantage but but you can this is an example you can manipulate people so easily with their own pride because you know that's true they're blunt-headed Anything you say is like, oh, you, they would they would probably think you're really good if you do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Taking advantage of this sort of, um, you know. They're unwilling to look bad about one, that thing. One direction, brute force, that is misplaced pride, can be turned in any direction in which the manipulator pleases to turn it. Yeah, if you're prideful about something, people can really use that to get you to do things. Yeah. So it's really bad for you. I mean, it's some part of you knows that this pride is based upon an insecurity. So does this person that could manipulate you. No. And eventually, you're going to want to do things to protect your pride, right? Yeah. And that is very easily taken advantage of. Yeah, and I think uh, when we're talking about being taken advantage of and being uh, arrogant, I think being arrogant makes you more likely to take advantage of people because you want to maintain your feeling that you are good at this thing or that you that you are prideful about this thing how can pride make shame worse like what's going on behind the scenes of of this blunt force um 
I think pride makes shame worse because like you said it's like masking that shame and it's not talking about that shame it's not really releasing that shame it's just masking it you're not dealing with the emotions that are underlying you're just pretending that they're not there so in a way it's ignorant masking something does not make it go away shocking yeah it's still there and as you neglect something it, it only it only manifests harder and yeah. stronger especially when it comes to things like shame like let's 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 talk about it if, okay if we were shameful about something and we did not address it it would eat me alive yeah and that is how that works and eventually you're going to want to combat this 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 feeling this shame by being prideful mm-hmm. and thinking oh i can overwhelm one with another which is again why the fire and ice um comparison yeah, yep. is valid one will one win. will eventually win and it'll probably be shame <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah also side note i sometimes when we're talking i feel like we should have like some sort of like laugh track audience behind us like they laugh when we make a joke or they're like ooh when we say something serious really yeah ooh like i don't know laugh track. when we come to a realization it's like ooh i think dana said that we have something like that like buttons we can press but i don't know when that's certainly not a laugh track should i find one yeah find a laugh track okay keep talking okay Wait, you should just like play it at random times. Yeah, that would I'm be going really to. Funny. Don't worry about it. Okay. Keep talking. Thank you so much. Um, uh, should I keep talking about pride? Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, keep talking. Okay. So how? Oh wait. Let's talk about the expression "pride comes before the fall." Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> I'm so scared. Lead this what are you going to laugh at? I'm just laughing at you. Okay, okay. Um, oh, you, oh, you, you're going to stutter? Do you, st- st- Keep, don't go. make fun of people with stutters. I'm not. I'm just making fun of you. Oh, okay. Um, pride comes before the fall is very true. I think when you get too prideful about something, then it is inevitable that something will like take you down. Yeah, and when it comes to this... Um, this overwhelming sense of pride i feel like the fall hurts so much worse when the when the pride is un is has no backing no backbone if you will yeah and i think what sucks even worse is when you you realize that other people know and then you come to the realization after that people already think that you're silly yeah because everyone knows around you that that you're being and that is very shameful. So, oh god, yeah, I can't even that, imagine. That fall is really long, really hard. So, hmm. that's what I think about that. Do you have any other thoughts? No. <laughs> no. I agree. Play the laugh track. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we listened to this song called Pride by Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Great song. Great song. Um, and one of the lines is Pride will be the death of you. Okay, that is not from the Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about as an example. Yes, okay, okay. It's brought up in the song we just listened to. Right, okay. I'm not saying Kendrick Lamar wrote this epic line. Yeah, no. I was like, yes, no, it is, but. It is used in the song we just listened yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so, what's it? Pride will be the death of you. Yeah, me. Pride will be the death of me. It's both. Me and you. Mm-hmm. It will be the death of all of us. True. That's true. Let's. Climate change. <laughs> we are too prideful to admit that we have screwed up the climate. True. I can't believe some of y'all don't believe in climate change. That is so that's, weird. That's a little you silly. You guys are a little bit silly. A little silly. 
not listening to science is a little silly. Yeah, seriously. It's literally proven. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think pride, like, as one of the seven deadly sins, that is true. I think Yeah. <laughs> if you are prideful enough, it is going to kill you in some way or another. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We were talking about maybe maybe talking about the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Oh, wow. The seven sins. I'm thinking about the show. Sorry. Wait, no, it's the seven deadly sins. Is isn't it? it? Yeah. No, it's seven deadly sins. Okay, good. Yeah. I was like, I, I I don't hear people address it as such very often. Yeah, no, it's the seven deadly sins. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess you could say seven sins. That sounds weird. Seven sins. <laughs> I wish there were another S so it was more of an alliteration. That's what like I Like seven thinking. sickly sins or something like oh, that. God, Not sickly, but you know, like three S words. Seven silly sins. <laughs> seven silly sins. <laughs> How do you fix pride? <laughs> um... <laughs> I love how you're like, oh, and we're back. Um, how do you fix pride? <laughs> Should I add this into our lo-fi? The laugh track? Yeah. Yeah, I it's, think. It's 13 seconds long. I don't know what could be happening for 13 seconds. Me neither. Is it over? Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's so bad. That's a really, I, I love laugh tracks and hate them. I hate them. They're, they make me not want to laugh at anything. I think they make me feel peer pressured to laugh, which makes me think it's funny. Um, All right. Yeah. So how do you fix pride? Yeah. Hmm. I uh, Hot take. You have to fall. That is, Whoa, that, that is that, my That take. is a hot take. I Ooh. Pride is incurable unless you, like, I mean, to be dramatic unless you're killed by it in some sense or another like if you are if you are yeah. so overly prideful about it nothing can get to you until you hit the bottom like honestly, yeah, you have to have something take you down if we think about any sort of story arc any sort of anything when the character hits rock bottom that is when that is when it starts getting good again you know yeah and that is necessary and true once you have become um your mind gets clouded up by pride and you build up this wall i mean literally there's no way that you can just go talk talk about it and be like ugh well maybe i should stop being so prideful you have to hit the ground hard in my opinion yeah and i don't think sometimes pride can be fixed by hitting the bottom there's this <laughs> me talking about a greek philosopher let's go um sophocles no bored already okay whatever <laughs> i'm saying it anyway um i think it's antigone and i, I read this a couple years ago so hear me out um there's this king and basically he gets everyone around him killed and he then he comes to the realization that he's wrong and so he's like trying to fix it and he gets there and everyone's already dead oh that's pretty much what happens i mean it, we could talk about greek mythology too there's some good examples like, yeah that's true like, you're right you're right like narcissus is a wonderful example of this i uh, yeah i mean like literally probably what we could yeah it yeah, is that him looking into his little lake yeah and there's there's two storylines either you know, Narcissus looks into the lake and falls in and drowns, or he looks at his own reflection and becomes so infatuated that he eventually withers away and dies. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. That's what happens it's when a you're good, prideful. It is a... <laughs> yeah, no, you, but, you but you're right. You're right. No, but it is a good example to look at how, how something can be so consuming. And pride is a great example of that because you don't know. You don't, I, I mean, personally, I don't think I would notice if oh. I was getting overly, like, consumed by it, you know? Well, yeah, that's, that's why I think it's, like, this hitting rock bottom is because you have to, you have to realize to be able to fix it. Yeah. You can't fix it without knowing that, right. you're, that it's something that you need to fix. 
And on that note, we'll be right back after this short break. Bye, guys. See you guys in a second. Bye. Problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. I loved my car. We had some great times together. I gave it a pet name, had my picture taken with it, and paid fortunes to keep it going. But no matter how hard I try, it's just not working for me anymore. So, I'm not going to just let it sit there until it's totally wasted and meaningless. I'm sending it to KYRS, where it's really needed and can do some good. They'll turn it into great radio, which I love. Plus, give me a membership and tax deduction. It can all end so easily. All I do is call 855-KYRS-CAR. That's 855-KYRS-CAR.
Hi, welcome back to Tabby Cat. Hey. Hey. Merry holidays. I, I keep trying to say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh, Tula, you're going to get booted. <laughs> Let's get back into Pride, which is what we're talking about today, if you're new. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new. Um, so how does Pride relate to societal roles and norms? Uh, we were talking about this earlier, actually. Yeah. Uh, before we came on air uh, in the break room and I was like I feel like pride it, if we're gonna make the the men and women's comparison yeah uh, pride in women is taken as a bad thing my, most of the time if a woman is confident it's regarded as cocky or um, arrogant bossy B word E I can't swear on air but you know what I mean yeah uh, and when men are prideful in the things they do they're confident and like they're seen as like a leader like a leader and you know someone we should look strong, up strong yeah and i feel like that's probably why i feel the need to be so humble about things that i know are probably true because you don't want people to perceive you in a certain way which sounds yeah. like a people pleaser thing but i think it's really true as as women in this society it is impossible to live up to those yeah. expectations and like standards me feeling uncomfortable admitting that i'm smart is probably not something i should feel <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably a societal, yeah. partially at least. It, mo I would say a lot of it is. Yeah. Um, not that men can't feel like shame no. and something. I mean, pride I, I others, think that's almost implied in our in like our show right. at this point. That I, I'm not demonizing men. I'm just saying that, you know, we live in a patriarchy. This is our perspective. Henceforth, the patriarchy do be doing patriarchal things. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, that, that was good. That Thanks. was good. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so uh, in that realm, when is pride misplaced? So, like, um, let's talk about it in terms of society, culture. Um, what things do we take pride in as a culture? Um, I let's talk about specifically in America, not just yeah. as a world. Uh, this is an awesome time to bring up the election. Why are some of y'all still talking about Trump? Why? Because they are they feel prideful and they don't want to have that pride be hurt by admitting that they were wrong because they lost because they lost there have been like three trump rallies after he lost in, in, in our this town. city not like not just around like literally here and i'd be driving and they're all honking and some i'm of them, yelling at them by the way lie. you guys are dumb most of you guys have your license plate plate covered by some sort of trump paraphernalia that is illegal i will be calling the police on you next time i see you oh that's kind of smart I know I have been like thinking about that because you can't just cover up your license plate and go honking down the middle of an intersection. True. That is actually illegal. The obstruction of a license plate. Also, things like that. This is a this is a good time to talk about um, the Confederacy and white pride. National pride, white pride. <laughs> Why do y'all have Confederate flags up? That's so funny. You guys lost already. What are you talking about? Also, that is just objectively like messed up. That's horrible. Why? Do you know what the Civil War was about, Tula? Yeah, slavery. slavery. Christmas we, music plays in the back. Oh, ha, 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 ha. We don't need to say anything else. If you have a flag that represents slavery and like what? Then you like that is saying that you support slavery. Yeah. And they're like, it just represents our values as a traditional American. And I was like, yeah, literally yeah. being racist, L being racist. <laughs> and then the, the hilarious thing is that they'll have an American flag right next to it. Yeah. Dude, also, those are two different. Those are the opposite. <laughs> Do you know what those are? Yeah. America is... And the country that tried to, or like the 
quotes country that tried to separate from yeah. it. That's so funny. Yeah, and people will lick authority's boots until slavery is abolished in the, in the Constitution. Like, it's just funny. It's I, really I just funny. find it funny. So that is one example of misplaced pride. Yeah, societal pride. People who are like white pride, straight pride, America pride, America pride. Any like, uh. uh patriotism is in lethal doses in america right now it is horrible annoying and terrible because just like with normal pride if you can't admit if you can't be disputed if you can't admit that you're wrong about something then that is lethal it will kill you and it will kill the freaking country it's bad so there you go that's the t and that's another indicator of when pride is misplaced if i don't know there's a literal like Part of the law and constitution that says you lost please go away things yeah. like that i would like us to add an amendment to the constitution for that with trump supporters yeah honestly why have we not added trump an amendment nation. recently i'm gonna do it you're just gonna go just be like okay constitution original constitution it's meant to right be changed we need to add guys that's so true when's the next constitution update coming out <laughs> can we have another constitutional convention guys <laughs> let's do it yay imagine if we did i miss the lit. colonies guys <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding then we'd just be enslaved to britain <laughs> oh true honestly wouldn't be that probably as bad as it is now <laughs> low-key our economy would probably be better Ooh, yeah and we'd probably be less covid cases yeah and we talked we talked about what what's some good things we take pride in as a culture I think some good things that we take pride in or are starting to take pride in our differences. Yes. Um, gay pride, uh, black pride, like these things that we are taught as a culture to be shameful yeah. about are things that we are taking back. Even women finally taking pride in their bodies and the way they yeah. look. It's Queen. like we've, we've suddenly, we're, we're reaching this time in which we can celebrate our differences for real this time. And there will always be an incel on some social media so with true. an American flag profile picture. They'll be like, ha ha. Oh, I wouldn't hit. Like no one, okay. Laugh track. Play the laugh track. <laughs> but no, seriously. We are now in an age where we can we can celebrate our differences. At least most of us. And I know there are some areas in America in which it isn't safe to do so. But that is the pride that is the kind of pride that should be celebrated. Yeah. These these are these are things we should take pride in as a culture. As America, probably the one thing we can take pride in is how diverse we are. Yes. There we go. Absolutely. Um, I think when a note to end on i think pride is one of the many qualities that is good in moderation but when it gets out of hand we can end up getting hurt and feeling defensive take pride in the things that you like about yourself and support what we take pride in donate to our station by texting give kyrs to 44321 and follow us on instagram at tabicat kyrs or visit our website tabicatonair.com and we will see you next week yeah bye guys the christmas episode is next week the christmas episode Think about it. Oh, it is. Okay, for the Christmas episode next week. We've, we've got we've got some stuff in store for y'all. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Stay safe this holiday season. KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Bye. Bye.